Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 276, The Fourth Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year B. Jesus, in this weekend's Gospel, is described as speaking with authority, something that both surprises and deeply impresses those who hear him. Our Lord is seen as having an authority that is very different from what they're used to experiencing from their regular religious leaders, who you would think should be inspiring figures, and one would hope also speaking with authority, but they were clearly not. It goes to show there are two types of authority, one which derives from the office that a person holds, the authority and respect due to that position, and then there is the personal authority that speaks powerfully of the inner integrity, vision and values of that person. When both types of authority are found together in the one person, then history has before them a great and impressive leader. Jesus never had a formal office in society, other than being rightly described as a rabbi or a teacher. However, his authority was absolute. His authority flowed from deep within him, from the truth of who he is, and his essential relationship to his heavenly Father as the only begotten Son. Ironically, the true test of their faithfulness to God was how they responded to the embodiment of God revealed in Jesus. These so-called faithful followers of God failed miserably in this test because they rejected Jesus and opposed his vision. We must stay very close to the person and message of Jesus and learn from him experience his compassion and love for all people, because this is what motivates his whole mission, love, at the very centre and nature of God. Without that, we too could fall right into the trap of living the outward appearance and missing the point inside. It's also ironic that Jesus was unable to cast out the evil of malice and deception that was in the hearts of his opponents, who lied, deceived, in order to have him crucified. But they were too willful. They were deliberately and stubbornly cooperating with evil in their hearts, choosing to oppose Jesus. And so Jesus had to die and rise again in order to break this power. We're called by Christ to cast out, with his help, all that is destructive, hate-filled, deceptive, unjust and unloving in our lives and hearts. We do it by prayer and by reflection, by staying very close to the Lord, we must not allow ourselves to be distracted in our service of God's kingdom and the values of the gospel, so that what really counts is listening to God and what God wants of us here and now, married or single. With God's help, let us strive to live that vocation well. This is Faith, Hope and Love.
Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from the nations, to give thanks to your holy name, and make it our glory to praise you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Peace and greetings to you all, and welcome everyone as we gather to praise and worship our God. As we prepare to celebrate the Paschal Mystery, let us admit our failings and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Have mercy on us, O Lord, for we have sinned against you. Show us, O Lord, your mercy, and grant us your salvation. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good will. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for your Let us pray for the gift of Christian love. Grant us, Lord our God, that we may honour you with all our mind and love everyone in truth of heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Moses spoke to the people. He said, The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet 
like me, from among your own kin. You shall heed such a prophet. This is what you requested of the Lord your God at Horeb on the day of the assembly, when you said, Let me not hear the voice of the Lord my God any more, or ever again see this great fire, lest I die. Then the Lord replied to me, They are right in what they have said. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their own kin. I will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them everything that I command him. Anyone who does not heed the words that he shall speak in my name, I myself will hold him accountable. But any prophet who speaks in the name of other gods or presumes to speak in my name a word that I have not commanded him to speak, that prophet shall die. The Word of the Lord If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come ring out our joy to the Lord, hail the rock who saves us. Let us come before him giving thanks, with songs let us hail the Lord. Come in, let us bow and bend low, let us kneel before the God who made us. For he is our God, and we the people who belong to his pasture the flock that is led by his hand. Or that today you would listen to his voice, harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as on that day at Massah in the desert, when your forebearers put me to the test, when they tried me, though they saw my work. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, I want you to be free from anxieties. The unmarried man is anxious about the affairs of the Lord, how to please the Lord. But the married man is anxious about the affairs of the world, how to please his wife, and his interests are divided. The unmarried woman and the virgin are concerned about the affairs of the Lord, so that they may be holy in body and spirit. But the married woman is concerned about the affairs of the world, how to please her husband. I say this for your own benefit, not to put any restraint upon you, but to promote good order and unhindered devotion to the Lord. The 
the word of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. A people in darkness have seen a great light. A radiant dawn shines on those lost in death. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The disciples went to Capernaum, And when the Sabbath came, Jesus entered the synagogue and taught. They were astounded at his teaching, for he taught them as one having authority, and not as the scribes. Just then, there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And the unclean spirit convulsing the man, and crying with a loud voice, came out of him. They were all amazed, and they kept on asking one another, What is this? A new teaching? With authority? He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. At once, Jesus' fame began to spread throughout the surrounding region of Galilee. The Gospel of the Lord. Today we have a a glut of public figures and there's a depressing predictability about what they have to say to us. How few of them speak with real authority. With modern day media access and up to the minute political and social commentators bombarding us whenever we turn on a television set, we become used to hearing people speak to us with all different levels of conviction and authority. This last week, with the United States inauguration of the President, has been an extra effort to ensure the public that the necessary authority and honesty is going to be exercised in the governing of the country. Even our own political alliances mostly depend on how credible we believe our representatives to be. It was in this atmosphere that the new President's phrase We are not to be an example of power, but to show power by example is worthy of consideration. In today's Gospel, we read that Jesus made a deep impression on the people, because unlike the scribes, he taught them with authority. Why did Jesus make such an impact on his listeners? He appeared to speak from the heart, as we often say. He spoke as someone who had experienced what he talked about, and there is no authority like the authority of someone who has lived what they are saying. Now as soon as he began to teach, the people recognised at once that there was a freshness and a transparency about what he had said, unlike the rabbis of the day. Rather than learning from books, he gave lessons from the great school of life. Now while it's a great shame that we don't know even more about his early life, where we could see what it was that formed him or his public ministry, We do know that he was well versed in the Jewish scriptures and he attended the synagogue regularly so he did speak from a foundation of knowledge of where the people were coming from. On many occasions he tells us that he had not come to abolish the laws but rather to fulfil them 
Yet, he held no official position. He had not been given power by any formal office or election. Yet this may have been helpful in drawing people to listen, as often people in official positions can be seen as not being their own person, but they seem to have to present the party line, as it were, whereas the person who has no such position has the freedom to say it as it is. In fact, we know at this time in Israel, none of the scribes would dare voice their own opinion, and they frowned on anyone who did. No disagreement with them was tolerated, as Jesus came to discover to his peril. It's important to distinguish between authority and influence on one hand, and power and control on the other. Some people with the greatest moral authority are quite powerless, when the most influential have no need to control those they influence. We need only think of people like Mother Teresa and Pope Francis to understand how this can happen. Yet it's still possible to have all the authority in the world and still fail as a teacher, because the key ingredients of sincerity, integrity and lived witness are either shallow or non-existent. Now, even though we need to listen and follow their direction, we're wary of their motives and suspicious of their intentions. The character of the speaker is very important. And when the speaker doesn't live according to their own words, they lose their authority. The great American literary figure Ralph Waldo Emerson said, What you are stands over you and thunders so loudly that I cannot hear what you say to the contrary. Jesus was able to teach with conviction because he knew that his authority came from the Father to whom he was responsible. He had nothing to fear because he had the truth to tell, and that was clear to all who heard him. He possessed an authority unequaled by anyone else. Every Christian, irrespective of whether they hold an office, should use the example of Christ as the authority with which we should all speak and act, the kind that comes from a person of transparent integrity. The Apostles' Creed I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. We come together in worship of our God, like the people in the synagogue, and recognise Jesus' authority. So let us now place our prayers before the Lord. For the Church, that it may discover a real spirit of prayer. Lord, hear us. For the world to experience a real desire for peace and attain that peace. 
Lord, hear us. For the suffering, that they may receive the healing power of the Lord. Lord, hear us. For single people to devote themselves to you and listen to your call for them, that through prayer and action they will devote themselves to do your work on earth. Lord, hear us. That the dead enter into eternal life, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God ever-loving, who overcomes evil, help us to overcome the chaos of our world and bring forth your goodness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may our sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. O Lord, we bring to your altar these offerings of our service. Be pleased to receive them, we pray, and transform them into the sacrament of our redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For we know it belongs to your boundless glory that you came to the aid of mortal beings with your divinity, and even fashioned for us a remedy out of mortality itself, that the cause of our downfall might become the means of our salvation through Christ our Lord. Through him the host of angels adores your majesty and rejoices in your presence for ever. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in one chorus of exultant praise as we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, 
by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dew fall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity, in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death gave life to the world, free me by this most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe for eternal life. Let your face shine on your servant. Save me in your merciful love. O Lord, let me never be put to shame, for I call on you. A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all those who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The Blood of Christ. Amen. Let us pause for a time of quiet post-communion prayer and reflection.
What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. Nourished by these redeeming gifts, we pray, O Lord, that through this help to eternal salvation, true faith may ever increase. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone and may God sustain you with his grace and love this whole week. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go and announce the Gospel of the Lord. Faith, Hope and Love, Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul Kelly. Prayers and Chants, the Roman Missal, 3rd edition, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English and the Liturgy. Scriptures, New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989 and 2009, the NCC USA. Psalms, 1963 and 2009, The Grail, Collins Publishers. Prayers of the Faithful, Together We Pray, by Robert Borg, E.J. Dwyer Publishers, 1993, Sydney, Australia. Sung Mass in Honour of St. Ralph Sherwin, by Jeffrey M. Ostrovsky, The Gloria, copyright 2011, ccwatershed.org. Faith, Hope and Love theme hymn in memory of William John Kelly, inspired by 1 Corinthians 13, 1-13. Music by Paul W. Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelp, 2019. Quiet Time Instrumental Reflection Music, written by Paul W. Kelly, 1988-2007, and this arrangement, Stephen Kelp, 2020. Today I Arise, Patricia J. Kelly, original words and music by Paul W. Kelly, inspired by St. Patrick's Prayer, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stephen Kelp, 2019. Production by KER 2021. May God bless and keep you. Today I arise with love from on the name of the three in one. Today I arise through heavenly eyes, your grace to God and guide. Today it be from within this day I will